What is up, you guys? Dennis Garcia here. How the fuck are you all doing? I am doing fantastic, you guys. It is currently 2.40 in the morning, and I can't sleep. So I decided what better way to uh, pass the time than to just kind of sit down and chat with you guys. And if you guys are listening to this little introduction, this little video, this little sound, wherever it is finding you, Just know that you have stumbled upon the first episode of my weekly podcast, Abnormally Disabled. Right now, we're going to get a little bit uh, into my introduction as to why I decided to call my podcast Abnormally Disabled, why I decided to start a podcast, and a little bit about who I am. Uh, Today's episode is going to be the first episode, so there is not going to be a co-host. I definitely do want to get a co-host. I have to... uh, figure that whole situation out. But for now, you're just going to get me, myself, and I, all three of my personalities are going are gonna to chat with you guys for the very first episode of Abnormally Disabled. So sit back, relax. And uh, if you're driving while listening to this, I hope that my voice is soothing and that you guys are enjoying the podcast thus far. And if you guys are currently sitting down eating Uh, What are you eating? I know that whenever I listen to podcasts, I'm either driving somewhere really far or I'm eating some food and I could not find a YouTube video to watch. So I'm listening to a podcast. And uh, yeah, I mean, I love food, which is uh, something that you guys will know about me (laughs) during the next couple of podcasts. If you guys tune in to the next few episodes, like I said, this is going to be a weekly podcast of my very first, very new, uh, very nerve-wracking, abnormally disabled podcast. So let's get started with why I decided to call my podcast Abnormally Disabled. In case you guys have not visited my YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Dennis Garcia, a little self-shameless promo there for you guys so you guys can go and see what I look like in person, who I am, and what I'm about. But, um... I was actually born with eight fingers. I was born with five fingers on my left and three fingers on my, uh, I'm sorry, three fingers on my left and five fingers on my right. I was actually born with nine fingers, but due to a uh, little mishap during my mom's conception of me, I had to have my thumb, which was my ninth finger, removed. Uh, I was not born with a pinky. That was never existent in my uh, conception. So I was only born with nine fingers. I have a whole like eight minute video of the whole situation. If you guys want to watch it, there is footage of baby Dennis, baby nine fingered, pre eight finger Dennis. And there's also footage of eight finger Dennis after that. So um, go and check it out. It is on my YouTube channel. Once again, a shameless self promo, youtube.com slash Dennis Garcia. I think it's titled like meet Dennis. It's probably about a year old now, maybe a little under a year old, but it's a really good video. It's one of those videos that took me uh, days to film and edit and find footage for. I literally had to buy like the technology to be able to import VHS video to the computer, which ended up being easy, but the whole editing process was just like really hard. So like, go give that video some love, go give my channel some love, get to know who I am. Um, Aside from my three fingers, I also have a stutter. Now I know right now you're saying, Dennis, I can't hear your stutter. Where's your stutter? You claim to have a stutter, but if you watch my YouTube videos, you will hear that I have no stutter. 
Trust me, ask my friends, ask my coworkers, ask my family members, ask the people that I talk to on the phone at my job, the customers that I am on the phone with every single day, and they will tell you, yes, Dennis, in fact, does have a stutter. Whenever I'm alone, whenever I am comfortable in my own space or in my own bubble, or whenever I am comfortable with the people that I'm around, my stutter doesn't really show up as much as it does whenever I am anxious or scared, or nervous, or excited. Um, You guys will hear my stutter, because I'm not going to cut anything out of this podcast. Uh, Whenever I have a co-host on, that's usually when things get a little bit um, unnerving for me. And it doesn't matter who the co-host is. It could be like my brothers, my sister-in-law, my cousins, my friends. No matter how comfortable or how long I have known them, the unnerving fear of stuttering causes me to stutter. And it's one of those things that like, at this point, I have gotten used to. I, it's, I wouldn't, I can't say that I've completely gotten used to it. I've made it to where I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm 28 years old. This is something that I'm going to live with until the day that I fucking die. You know, this is something that I'm going to, endure in relationships and friendships and when i meet new people and when i'm ordering food literally every single fucking day of my life i am going to live with the fact that i have a stutter and honestly not to get like a little dark or whatever but like if if there is a god and he gave me a choice like hey would you like to have eight fingers or would you like to have a stutter shitty as that sounds if if there is a god and i'm not a religious person i don't believe in god we'll get into that in (laughs) other episodes but this is just like the basis i want you guys to understand the basis of who i am um if 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 a god existed and he gave me only those two options you can't be normal you can't have 10 fingers and talk normal i would honestly choose to have eight fingers because having eight fingers is far less easier to deal with than having a stutter i can do anything and everything that a person with 10 fingers can do Except play an instrument. I have the hardest trouble playing guitar and playing piano because I can't, I have those, I don't have those extra two fingers to reach the keys, but I'm excellent at computers. I'm excellent at driving. I am excellent at whatever else you can throw at me that you need 10 fingers for. Besides instruments, that's like the one thing that I'm like, I will never learn how to play guitar unless I play it left-handed and that's not going to happen. I will never fully be able to play a piano because like you need those two extra fingers to be able to uh, get those extra keys of music. But you know what? That's fine. I've grown up with the fact that I don't really like playing instruments anyways. I'm, I'm more of a star. I'm more of a microphone, front of the stage type of person. Um... So yeah, that's why I decided to call my podcast Abnormally Disabled because I wanted it to embody who I am as a human being and my abnormality, I would like to say, is my eight fingers and my disability is my stutter. Um, I take it in stride though. I'm learning to live with it. I'm learning to be okay with it. I'm learning how to be confident with it and I'm learning to be comfortable sharing that piece of my life right off the top of whenever somebody gets to know me. Um, I have a Tinder profile. I am currently single, have been single for the last, oof, the last almost three years. It'll be three years in January. 
And I used to hide the fact that I had eight fingers and a stutter. I used to like hide it in pictures. I used to put my hands in my pocket. I used to not let people know that I had eight fingers until they like wanted to meet to go out on a date. And then I would be like, hey, um, before we go out on this date, I just want you to know that I have eight fingers and a stutter. And most of the times it went over well. A lot of the times they retracted their uh, date that they were interested in, which is totally fine. I understand where they're coming from. Like I sort of hit this, I guess, big deal breaker from them and didn't tell them up front and I understand where they're coming from and as I've gotten older and as I've started growing up and have gone through a lot of shit um, I have become just kind of like a I don't give a fuck type of attitude I've been single for three years now so like I don't care to find a relationship I'm not knocking it out I'm not saying that like I don't want a relationship I'm not saying that that's not something that I eventually would like. It's just that right now I'm focusing on me, but I would still like to make friends. I would still like to go out on dates. I would still like to get to know people. You know, I am 28 and I have literally closed myself off to any potential friends or dates or relationships of any kind with anyone, not just romantically involved. Like, I am a very closed off person for the sole reason that like I hate talking because I stutter or I hate the way that I sound when I stutter and it has really closed me off to like what could have been and right now I really feel like I'm going through this whole evolution I'm going through this whole change in my life I'm kind of evolving and a lot of people have told me that they see like this this emerging change in me which is something that I've kind of naturally been progressing toward. I feel like I am, I'm almost at my 30s. I'm going to be 30 in a year and a half. And it's true what they say, the older that you get, the less you start to care about what other people think about you. And the more that you focus on what makes you happy. And I used to be like super self-conscious of taking selfies in public. I used to be super self-conscious of vlogging in public. And while I still am, sometimes, you know, the old me likes to creep up and be like, oh, don't do that. That's cringy. People are watching you. How embarrassing for you. There's times where like the new and evolving me comes out and says fuck them like you're doing you you're being happy you are doing what makes you happy and right now that new dennis is overtaking the old dennis and i can kind of um feel him emerging and and i'm not quite there yet i still think that i have a few months to go before i emerge into this the person that i am meant to be for the next few years you know i think that we evolve every like five to ten years i i think we slowly evolve every year but you don't really notice that evolving or that change until it's been a few years down the line that you really start to notice like wow five years ago ten years ago i was i was this person and and like now i'm i'm this whole brand brand new person like what the fuck happened and it's it's these little changes from like 
a year after year after year that you change about yourself, not necessarily because you feel like you have to, but because you want to, you're, you're growing up and you're evolving and, and that's a part of life and not everybody stays the same. Um, nobody stays the same. We all change, we all grow and I don't know. I feel like the older that I'm get, the more that I'm starting to understand my life and the more that I'm starting to appreciate my life and the people who are currently in my life because I'll be honest with you guys, I am not the easiest person to be around with. Um, I'm I'm not the most welcoming. I have like serious resting bitch face. I... <laughs> I'm very quiet and I can come off like rude at times, but it's just the fact that I really don't want to talk because of my stutter. But I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to change how people perceive me. I'm trying to change how people approach me. And I'm just trying to be a better uh, human for myself because I want to create friendships and I want to create um, long-lasting memories with people and I don't want to seem like I'm coming off standoffish when that isn't really my intention and I don't know I think it starts with wanting to change and the rest is just kind of making sure you hold yourself accountable for that change and making sure that you're going down the right path um, I've been really 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 big on astrology and tarot cards and spirituality for like the last two years and it wasn't until the last few months that i really 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 became interested in this whole like spiritual crystals um sort of situation my my ex my ex-boyfriend uh the one who broke me who really like did a number on me. He was a really spiritual person. He was a Buddhist. And I feel like while he was a shitty person to me, <laughs> I learned a lot from him. And among that, I've also have learned a lot from other friends who have since then jumped into that whole spirituality, crystals and things like that. And I have always been a very spiritual person. I've always believed and like astrology and karma and like the 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 universe and i've always believed in things like that but i've never really delved deep into like i guess witchcraft ish if i can call it that i've always been like a a spiritual person where like i'm the type of person that is like don't hurt somebody or an animal if they're not hurting you um, I'm very particular about not killing like insects and bugs and bees and things like that. Whereas before, I used to be like, oh shit, there's a spider in my house. I need to kill it. I'm like, the spider is not hurting me. So I'm just going to let it live and do what it needs to do in this life. Why should I decide, you know, when it's time for, for this spider to die? If it's not a, th a threat to me and if it's not necessarily like, a dangerous spider, then I'm not going to kill it. I'm not going to go out of my way to kill insects and things like that. Um, I feel like I've, I've become more aware of the world and the universe. And I don't know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I'm excited for the growth 
that I am currently experiencing and the change that I'm currently going through. And it's all thanks to the last three years of my life. Um, The last three years of my life have been extremely fucking crazy. I have hit rock bottom and I dug myself out from that hole, which took a long, long time. So um, I don't really want to dive into this too deep right now because I would like to save that this uh, part, this particular conversation for a different episode. But basically, um, I was with this guy and we were together for about two and a half years. We dated from September 2014 and I ended the relationship uh, in January of 2016. No, 2017. I ended the relationship in January of 2017 for reasons we will get to in a different podcast. But oh, the first year and a half of my life, I, I, I went down. I went downhill and, and I got myself into rock bottom. I was literally having sex with anybody who was everybody. And it was literally like every other day, I was having sex with somebody new. And not necessarily sex. I wasn't like fucking a, a brand new person every other day. But it was like sexual intercourse and things like of that nature that I really don't want to get into into this podcast because I'm not really sure what audiences I am reaching. Um, but I definitely do want to make this a podcast that is not really for children and I, I not necessarily for teenagers. It's mostly for adults who don't have a filter because I don't have a filter. And that's kind of who I am and kind of who I've, I've always been. I'm an open book and I pride myself in being an open person and letting people in on my life because it's, it's, it's become a, a huge part of who I am as a person. And I'm very thankful for that because um, I feel like we should all be open and honest about our struggles and about the things that make us afraid. But anyways, back to my thing. For a good year and a half, I was just like stuck in this in this rock bottom. And I was content there because I was getting all this affection sexual affection, uh, which is not good, from all these other guys, um, all the affection that my ex never really gave to me. And I think that I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And I realized it. I realized that I was looking for love, but all I was getting was feelings of emptiness feelings of being used which i knew i knew going into this whole wanting to forget him situation that i would end up sleeping with a lot of people doing a lot of things that i would regret and feeling empty but when it was happening when everything was going down and literally i was going down (laughs) um I felt wanted for those 5, 10, 15 minutes. I felt like they wanted me. 
And then when it was over and they left, I felt used and I felt empty. But I kept doing it over and over again because that those 10 to 15 minutes sort of healed me in the moment. And I didn't realize how fucking damaging it was until about a year ago was when I really started looking back and thinking like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you are worth more than a sex toy. You're worth more than a hole. You're more than a hole. And granted, I still fuck around with with people, but I don't do it as much as I did back then. Um, I mean, I could tell you guys... I, I couldn't tell you guys how many people I've, like, fooled around with in regards to, like, sex. Like, they fucked me or I blew them or I can't give you a number because I honestly don't know. It's definitely more than a 100, less than a 1,000. I don't want to say it's, like, in the 500s, but it's definitely around, like, a 100 to 300. I, I don't I don't know. I have been tested. I, I regularly get tested. The last time I was tested was in September. And the last time I had sex before that was in May. Um, and it was protected, of course. And everything came back negative. And I continue to get tested. And yeah, um, we just got very, very deep, very, very fast. But I was I, I, I don't know at what point I was able to... I think the defining moment when I was like, you have to get out of this because it is not healthy for you to be like this. I think it was when at one point I literally was craving sex and affection from somebody, anybody, every single day. Every single day I was just like crazy, horny for attention physical sexual attention and i think at that point i was like i have never been this insane when it came to sex like i've always been a a person with a big sexual drive i've always loved sex and my ex never really gave me sex i would have to beg him for sex and so when i finally broke up with him even though I loved him, I loved my ex. And and up until now, I am still hurt by a lot of the stuff that he did. Um, he never, like, like, he never, what's the word I'm looking for? He never did anything physical. Like, he wasn't, like, physically abusive. He never really, like, cheated on me as far as I know. But he was, he just didn't love me as much as I loved him. And, and he treated me very poorly and he was very like emotionally abusive in some ways and it really knocked me down from who I used to be like I used to be this crazy outgoing fun person in high school and during my early 20s and then when I got with him he like kept inputting this thing in my head like you're being extra you're being too loud you're being too gay basically and so i had to like dull down my sparkle until i was just like dull and i was like literally would stay in bed depressed not go to 
work, not do anything. I would like, I, I physically couldn't get out of bed. That's how bad it got. And then I, I finally was like, I have to end it. I have to break up with them and I have to, I have to figure my, my life out and, and see who I am when I'm not with a person. And I broke up with them. Funnily enough, and I know like this is going to be like, Dennis, why did you stalk your ex? Um, fu- funnily enough, his next relationship from me was with a drag queen. A drag queen who did shows at drag gay bars. And I was like, what? Uh, hold on a minute. You doled down my sparkle because I was being too loud and too extra and too gay as myself. But yet you turn around and date a drag queen who has an alter ego, who is super extra as fuck in and out of drag. And you're coming for me for my sparkle. And I think that's when I realized it wasn't about me. It wasn't about my sparkle. It was about him not loving me. And him, this, I think this was all issues with him because why would you tell your boyfriend, the person you love, that you've never once made love to him? You've never once, you know, what you guys have isn't making love. It's just sex. You know, we're not in love. This is just puppy love. Um, you're too loud, you're too extra, you're too gay. Like, all of these things weren't a problem with me. And I had to really take a step back one day and really think about all of the things he said to me and, like, replay everything in my head and realize that I wasn't at fault for this. But for the longest time, I blamed myself. I blamed myself because... Towards the end of the whole relationship, I did a lot of shitty shit, which we'll discuss in another episode, and I allowed him to get me to this place. I'm not saying he made me do this because it's nobody, nobody can force you to do something you don't want to do. People can push you to do something you don't necessarily want to do, but at the end of the day... At the end of that choice, it is up to you whether you're going to do it or you're not. And I did. And I, I take the responsibility for all the stuff that I did at, towards the end. I take full responsibility for digging myself into that hole for the last year and a half that I was stuck in that rock bottom. And I take full responsibility for everything that I did from that day that I broke up with them up until I realized the stuff that I was doing and getting out of that whole situation. And I think a lot of the things that I'm learning as an adult and getting older and being single and getting to know who I am is also taking accountability, taking responsibility, and not taking anybody's shit (laughs) is basically the gist of becoming an adult you know i i have always owned up to the shit that i've done but i have never done it in a way that was like wow you're an adult because you took responsibility for this it was like fuck if i if i if i don't want to fuck things up with this person i have to 
take accountability for this. I have to take responsibility for this. And not a, I should take responsibility for this. I have to take accountability for this because it's what a normal person does. Um, I recently went back to school. I started college in the spring of 2019. So I'm on my second semester now of college. And I am currently going to get my associate's degree uh, in psychology. Psychology was definitely something that really interested me, not only because of my own personal issues with my self-esteem, my confidence, my eight fingers, my stutter, but also to understand the people around me and the people that I surround myself with. Um, We all have our baggage, We all have issues. We all have things that we don't like about ourselves. We all have a past. We all have broken hearts and fucked up heads and chronic pains and anger issues. And I really not only decided to dive into psychology for me, but I also decided to dive into psychology for my friends, my my family, the people, my coworkers, you know, the people that I encounter on the street, the coffee shop person taking my order. You when you get into psychology, you really really learn a lot of like little body language um or like the way people say things. You really pick up on like those things and you like realize there is an underlying meaning to the words that somebody says or you notice their body language more than you did before. Psychology has been a really, really interesting subject. And right now I'm currently taking, uh, I think it's called like childhood development. And I'm learning a lot about like kids and children and preteens and growing up into an adult and all of that fun stuff and um i don't know i i find it really interesting and i'm definitely excited to see where psychology takes me um but yeah i i'm currently 28 years old i just went back to school when i turned 27 um i think no Yeah, so I went back to school at age 27. I did my first semester, and then I turned 28, and then I did my second semester, and now I'm about to actually finish my second semester, which is really exciting. And um, I have like another year to go before I finally get my associates, and then I can transfer to a bigger college and get my bachelor's and... uh, God knows what I'm going to fucking do with my life. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do with my life, guys. I really want to focus on this, like, YouTube thing. And I want to make videos. And I want to film. And I want to make documentaries. And I want to make vlogs. And I want to do photography. Um, I don't know, though. I feel like right now, with the way that my life is and the way that things are currently evolving... I just, I'm trying to see how this is all going to (laughs) end. I'm trying to see how the next few months of my life is going to end. And I took myself away from social media 
about two weeks ago. I unfollowed everybody from Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat. I took off all of the pictures on my Instagram. And I don't know. I really just wanted to take some time to focus on myself because I feel like I spend too much time on social media. I feel like I don't have self-control yet. I A lot of the times I'll wake up and I'll immediately grab my phone and start scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I literally spend an hour just like laying in bed, looking at social media. And I re- didn't realize how much time I was spending on all these apps and on the phone until my fucking iPhone pretty much told me like, hey, you literally spent 12 hours on your phone today. You spent four hours throughout the whole day on Instagram. You spent two hours on Twitter, two hours on Facebook. And I was just like, fuck, I've wasted so much of my time wasting time when I could have used that time to like write ideas for vlogs, videos, uh, poetry, music. I, I really, I used to love to write songs back when I was in high school. And when I got older, I just kind of stopped. And I think it was a lot of this like new technology that came out, which was a smartphone, you know? I used to occupy my time because I had a lot of time because I didn't have a smartphone because when I was when I was growing up, see, and there's my stutter. You guys just heard a little bit of it. When I was growing up in the early 2000s, I didn't really have that technology. I didn't really have the availability to just have a computer in my pocket at all times and, and have access to the internet at all times, you know? We would have to sit in a computer and wait for the loud dial tone to uh, let us access very slow internet. And so I, I had a lot of time to just kind of be creative. And I feel like this new technology of like smartphones and social media apps and all this stuff has really dulled my creativity because I'm just like, Whenever I feel like my mind is unoccupied, I want to occupy it with something. And so I'll just like mindlessly scroll through Facebook. I'll watch a Netflix show. I'll entertain myself in a way that isn't healthy for me. You know, I'm not entertaining myself by walking around the park and sitting down and enjoying the world and enjoying the people and making friends or writing a poem, writing a song, writing ideas for a video. It's literally me me sitting at a park, (coughs) excuse me, sitting at a park watching videos on my phone. And I really want to just kind of like remove myself and just see how it goes. My plan is to come back to social media sometime in March of 2020. I haven't really decided when. Um, I do want to buy my camera again, which I am planning to in late January. I should have my camera set up back. The same camera, the same lens. Um, Unfortunately, I had to sell it because... um, (laughs) In case you guys don't know, which a lot of you don't, I just moved into my own apartment in October, at the beginning of October. 
and this was an unexpected move um i wasn't really planning on moving quite yet but this opportunity arose and i took it and i literally left my parents house because that's where i was um i left my parents house with literally like no money like okay so i have a job i have a part-time job but i'm also going to school full-time so it's really hard to like go to school full-time and have a full-time job and while my job was paying for what i would pay at my parents house my bills my car my car insurance and things like that whenever i moved into my my apartment i realized i didn't have anything i didn't have food i didn't have plates i didn't have things to make this place feel like a home so i sold my camera i sold my lens i sold everything i got like 2500 back out of the 3000 something that i spent and i just made this place look like home i bought cups and plates and I bought a lot of food and pastas and snacks and I bought a new bed sheet and I bought new clothes because I really needed new clothes. And I don't know, I just felt like I really needed to make this studio apartment feel like home. And it currently feels like home. But I'm also really missing my camera. I'm missing <laughs> um, feeling creative again. And I feel like when I had my camera, I could make videos and I could de-stress and I could, uh, I could be creative. And I feel like since I don't have my camera right now, my life right now is just kind of all go, go to school, work, come home, go to school work, come home, work on some essays, do some tests, go to work, come home. And I just, I don't know. I, 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 I'm going to get back my camera. We're going to get back to making videos and making vlogs. And I have a lot of like d documentary type of stuff that I have lined up for the year of 2020. Um, I'm hoping that me and my friend can get together. I have this really amazing friend that I've known since I was in high school. And he's fucking hilarious. He's fucking funny. And we've had plans to, like, team up together and kind of make, like, a production company in a way. And he would be kind of, like, my camera. Like, like he essentially would be the Andrew to my Shane. Like, I would be Shane, obviously, because I want to be in front of the camera because I'm an attention whore because I'm a fucking Leo. And he would be Andrew kind of providing that funny commentary feedback because I'm not really a funny person by myself. And I feel like having another person to play off of would help make me likable. Because <laughs> by myself, I don't really think that I am a likable person. Um, I don't know. You guys be the, be the judge. Do you guys think that I am a likable person? Um, let me know because I would really like to know. Um, but yeah, I honestly feel like we have had a very, very good podcast. I feel like there are some unfinished things. Let me finish. Let me just wrap all this up full circle and then we'll end the podcast. I promise. So yeah, I'm going to get my camera back in January. 
We're going to start to film some stuff in February. I'm going to get back into photography, and I should be back in social media, on social media, um, by around, like, March of 2020. So that'll give me, like, about four months to just kind of not worry about social media, not waste time on social media, focus on myself, focus on my creative thought process, and see where that takes me. I want to really... I guess I want to document it, and I think that I am. I'm going to start documenting this tomorrow on Thanksgiving and just kind of document my life over the course of the next four months and just kind of make the first little trial run of like what I would imagine I want a docu-series about me to look like. Um, Mind you, it's probably going to be on a shitty iPhone, and then all of a sudden it's going to switch to like nice quality because I'm going to get my camera again, but... um. Yeah, this uh, this has been quite a interesting podcast. Um, it's it's so funny. It's so interesting. The shit that comes out of your mouth when you're talking to yourself, essentially. Like I know I'm not talking to myself. I know I'm talking to all of you guys currently listening to this podcast. All you five people who listen to it. But um, I don't know. I feel like my defenses really come down when I'm just like laying in bed talking about random shit and then it turns into crazy shit that i didn't really expect to be talking about uh we're obviously going to dive into a lot of personal stuff in this podcast we're going to talk a lot about fun stuff serious stuff sexual stuff this podcast is not going to be like a one type thing where we're going to just stick to one subject i don't like that it's not who i am I am an everything kind of guy, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about everything every podcast, and I'm really honestly hoping to have a co-host for the next podcast. I'm gonna have a different co-host for every podcast that I do every week, and uh, we'll have different topics to talk about, and we'll discuss different things, and we'll just we'll laugh and we'll have a good time, but. Aside from that, you guys, I hope that you enjoyed the first episode of the Abnormally Disabled Podcast. I know I did. I had a really good time uh, letting you guys in on my crazy head. And I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if you did, let me know. Um, How? I don't know. Comment on one of my YouTube videos and let me know. I'm not entirely sure what platform this is going to be on. I for sure am going to put this on my youtube channel um it's going to be a a video it's just going to have a black screen and you can just listen to it and uh, enjoy it um i might put it on apple podcast not sure when though i have to figure all of the logistics of that i'm definitely going to put it on soundcloud so i'll 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 figure out a way to like share the link that doesn't involve me uh jumping back into social media i might just go into like twitter and instagram and just share it real quick but i don't know or maybe i'll just have you find it somehow but either way guys i appreciate you guys listening if you listen to this whole entire podcast i appreciate you guys taking the time to get to know me and i hope that you guys are excited for episode two because i am definitely excited for episode two and uh, i can't wait to um see where this podcast goes because i've always wanted to start a podcast I just never really thought I had a lot to say, but apparently I do. Apparently you put a fucking phone to my face or a microphone to my face and I just blab until I don't know what to blab about anymore. But 
Aside from that, guys, I'm going to use my sign-off that I use on my YouTube channels because it's kind of become my sign-off. So I'll say it in this, in this podcast because it feels appropriate. I hope that you guys are having a good day and a good week and a good month and a good year and a good life. And I will see you guys on the next one. Bye.